Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. We as the believers, born again ones, we who were, before we were born again, defeated and conquered, now reign as kings in the realm of life here among men, where we have served as a slave of spiritual death. You see, Ephesians 1, 22-23 said, And he put all things in subjection under his feet, and gave him to be the head over all things for the benefit of the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. So it is the will of God that we exercise authority in this realm over the devil and reign as kings in life in Christ Jesus. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, The Will of God in Prayer by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's message. It says here, this is the confidence, this is the boldness we have in Him that if we ask anything according to His will. And so the problem comes up about praying according to the will of God the Father. But you see, the real truth is this, that we as believers have taken Jesus' place here on the earth. And we are carrying out the plan of redemption in bringing lost men to the saving knowledge of Christ, in building up the babes in Christ, setting the captives free, healing the sick, doing the same kind of work that the master did in his earth walk. And so you see then, this is the boldness we have toward him. I like another rendering that reads like this. This is the freedom that we have in his presence, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. Well, now we know that Jesus was the will of the Father manifest. He said, I came not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. He climaxed it by saying, in John 8, 29, I always do those things that are pleasing to my Father. Then if we do the same things that Jesus did, plus the things that he has taught us to do, that he could not do, we may be sure that we're in the Father's will. And if we are in his will, then we are certain that our prayers are answered. We don't try to force him to answer them. We don't tease him like some parents or children do their parents until they wear their parents out. No, we come as intelligent men and women, grown up in Christ, and take our place, bearing his burdens, fellowshipping his purposes, and saving the world. We come into the very throne room of God, uh, the room of love gifts, into the very presence of the Father, and we talk things over with him. But you say, don't you think it's necessary to pray all night? Jesus did. Well, if we knew the nature of Jesus' prayers during those night sessions, that might help us. If you have needs enough that it would take a whole night to cover them, then, then you should take the night. Well, somebody said, don't you think that we should keep on praying until our prayer is answered? No, I think instead we might remind him and thank him for the answer. Unbelief becomes insistent thinking that by works of some kind it can force God to answer. We're going to act on his word, just as we act on the word of any firm or company. We're going to act on his word simply as intelligent men and women act on the word of a bank or any other institution that has a record of honesty. Remember, friends, God cannot lie. He watches over his word to make it good. The man that trusts him is absolutely as safe as Jesus was when he trusted his Father. And so, thank God, we can walk in the light of the Word of God 
and we can walk in the light of God's word with boldness. Praise his holy name. I think that there's something else that we need to realize here in, in connection with prayer and praying in the will of God that we need to realize the fact that uh, we are dealing with demon forces, that it isn't God that's opposed to prayer, and it's not a matter of battling our way through, but that it's devils and demons here in this area that's endeavoring to keep the answer from being manifested. But we need to realize this, that uh, Jesus has defeated the devil for us and that we have authority over him. Now, when Jesus began his public ministry, he came in contact instantly with these demon forces. They had wrought unhindered through all the ages. They had held men in bondage. They reigned as kings in the realm of spiritual death. No one had authority to dispossess them or to rule over them. For instance, in Mark, the first chapter, the 21st to the 24th verse, and they go into Capernaum, and straightway on the Sabbath day he entered into the synagogue and taught. And they were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as having authority and not as the scribes. And straightway there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit. And he cried out, saying, What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. Now that demon knew Jesus, knew who he was. He not only knew Jesus, but he knew his authority and his attitude towards him. Demons feared him. In Luke, the fourth chapter, the first to the thirteenth verse, is the story of the temptation of Jesus. Jesus proved himself to be the master of Satan, and the demons must have known of Satan's defeat. They recognized their master. Hebrews 2.14 said, Since then the children are sharers, or partakers, in flesh and blood. He also himself in like manner partook of the same, that through death he might bring to naught, or paralyze, the death-dealing power of Satan. Now in Revelation, the first chapter, the 17th and 18th verses, And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as one dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying, Fear not, I am the first and the last, and the living one. And I was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore, and I have the keys of death and of hell, or Hades. Now Jesus conquered Satan, as we are shown in Colossians 2.15. Here it says, Having put off from himself the principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. This is Satan's eternal defeat. You can understand Hebrews 9.12 that says, Nor yet with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood, Jesus entered in once and for all into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Now during Jesus' earth walk, he defeated Satan at every point of contact, from the day of his temptation until he surrendered himself on the cross. 1 Corinthians 2.6, another translation reads, We speak wisdom, however, among them that are full grown, not a wisdom of the dethroned powers that rule this world. Satan and the demon forces are dethroned. Now in Colossians 2.15 that we read a moment ago, I showed you that they were disarmed and stripped of their authority. And in Hebrews 2.14, Jesus destroyed the authority of the Lord of death. Now Romans 5.17 in Weymouth's translation reads, For if by the trespass of one 
death sees the sovereignty through that one. Much more shall they that receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness reign as kings in the realm of life. We as the believers, born-again ones, we who were, before we were born again, defeated and conquered, now reign as kings in the realm of life here among men, where we have served as a slave of spiritual death. You see, Ephesians 1, 22-23 said, And he put all things in subjection under his feet, and gave him to be the head over all things for the benefit of the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. So it is the will of God that we exercise authority in this realm over the devil and reign as kings in life in Christ Jesus. So with what confidence we can come to him. We're speaking on the subject of prayer. Our text is found in the first epistle of John, chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. And this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. Here it says that we have confidence. This is the confidence. Now, you know, can we have confidence in the presence of Satan? It's really Satan, not God, who stands in the way of answered prayer. God has made provision for us. Way back in the Old Testament in Jeremiah 33, 3, God said, Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Then Jesus in the New Testament, you see, when he had come in Matthew, the seventh chapter, and the seventh verse, he said, Ask, and it shall be given unto you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For he that asketh receiveth, he that seeketh findeth, to him that knocketh it shall be opened. No, it's not God that stands in the way of answered prayer. We don't have to wrestle with God to get our prayers heard and answered. You see, it's the devil that stands in the way of answered prayer. But we need to realize that Satan is a defeated foe. And so when we face the adversary, we can realize that Jesus defeated him for us. You know, in 1 John, the third chapter, in the eighth verse, it says, To this end was the Son of God manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. And we're taking Jesus' place. We're acting for him. He was a destroyer of the works of the adversary. We should follow in his steps. Paul, though a prisoner in Rome, said, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ. He was not a prisoner of circumstances, nor of men, nor of government. They might hold him in captivity, but he knew that if it was the Father's will for him to be set free, he would be set free as he was in Philippi. He was not the prisoner of Rome. He was the prisoner of Jesus Christ. The revelation that God gave to Paul finally destroyed the Roman Empire. It destroys everything that opposes the will and the mind of the Father where it is unveiled, where men understand it, where believers enter into its fullness, they become masters. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is the message series by Kenneth E. Hagan, The Will of God in Prayer. In this three-CD series, Kenneth E. Hagan explores the scriptures and instructs believers on how to use the Word of God in prayer. This series is just $21. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. 
Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. I see this laying here, and I guess you were going to talk about this, The Word of Faith. The Word of Faith. That's our, our magazine that comes out about every six weeks or so. And you know, besides all the good things that it has, and it's a beautiful magazine. It really it is. It really, that, really that, is. That, that's, that's, that's pretty. I that like that. That is. Do you know uh, that that was, was that on our camp? I don't know if that was on our campus or no, not. No, no, that's remember, not on our campus. But remember I, last year when we had all the snow? Yeah, because that's oh, a road. That's yeah, a highway, right. so that ain't the campus. No, that's not. But it's beautiful anyway. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we've got all kinds of good stuff in here. And there's... Uh, teachings. There's teachings. And then uh, then my heart to heart mm-hmm. in here. And your seed fa- your seed thoughts. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's the page, the kids page. But yeah, I'll tell you what, I've heard the adults work that too. Yeah. All the puzzles. They- <laughs> yeah, the puzzles mm-hmm. and all of that. Yes. So, hey... Uh, all you have to do is ask for it, and you can get this. There's, they're telling you there on the screen. Just go to our go to our website. That's right. Uh, Rama, uh, Rama.org, and mm-hmm. and uh, you, you can sign up for it. If this radio program has blessed you and ministered to your spirit, then we want to hear from you. We're asking you, our audience, to let us know when and where you listen. Email us at partnerservices at Rama.org or call 1-888-FAITH-99 and tell us. If you prefer, drop us a letter. Write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. If we're to remain broadcasting in your area, we need to hear from you. And if you're able, we would ask that you would consider sowing an offering to help defray the costs of this radio program. Call today to get this month's special faith-building offer, Kenneth E. Hagen's The Will of God in Prayer 3-CD Series, yours for the price of $21. The number to call is 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagen, The Will of God in Prayer. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.